0: What is up everybody, welcome back to the Institute Collective Podcast. My name is Jack Graham.
1: And I'm Mac Rikers and on today's show we're going to answer some questions from you guys about how we became the Institute Collective.
0: Before we get into the questions, it is our 50th episode, so we want to celebrate and give something away for free. So to enter into this competition, make sure you head over to Apple Podcast to give us a review there, Facebook to give us a review on the Facebook page, and share this episode on your social media. Make sure you tag Mac and I, so we know you've done it. And then you go into the draw to win a full month into our Facebook forum. (laughs) bit of a mouthful there, but our Facebook forum is where we do all our online training. So you're gonna have the opportunity to join in with our group training calls, um, all the info. So we do release a lot more in-depth information that you can actually use and implement into your day-to-day life in that forum, okay? So we do a little bit on socials, but this is where the good stuff is. That's where the gold is. That's where what helps you get the results. And all our clients get results. So make sure you enter and you get a full month into the Facebook forum. Let's get into the episode.
1: Okay, so the first question that we've got to start with is our background. So our background prior to being the in collective. Right. You can go first.
0: Thanks. <laughs> How far are we going back? Just,
1: I guess your working history. <laughs> what, what are the main jobs, I suppose, that led you to being where we are now?
0: All right. So I started in the building industry. I was a fully qualified builder by the age of 19. Woo. And I was going to go out and build houses. <laughs> I realised I didn't enjoy houses and the building industry as much. Um, And I sort of went into the health and fitness when I was around 21-ish.
1: As in became, did your PT course?
0: Did my PT course all the way back then when it was actually a go to a thing and do a course, not just an online thing. Um, So from there, just dabbled in it because back in the day, people told like, it wasn't a career, I guess you could say, personal training. And if you said to somebody, oh, you're a personal trainer, it's not real, a real job. Mm-hmm. So that's why I stayed in the building industry for so long. But then I got sick of it and finally went, you know what, I'm done with this and opened up a gym. That was Primal Performance of Fitness. You OG people would know <laughs> where that what that is. Um, unfortunately, that closed and it sort of... Uh, and then that sort of brought us into the in-situ collective.
1: Yeah, pretty much. I guess I'll go and then it'll link to your story eventually. Mm. So I... Oh, I don't even know where to start. I feel like I went to uni to do graphic design, quit that because I hated it. <laughs> um, came back, went back, moved back home and just started working at a surf shop, then started going to Jack's gym, met Jack. Um, and then we had I did my nutrition course, and then we had all these plans to open a gym together. And I was going to That's run a right. cafe. I forgot about that. Yeah, like there was a whole <laughs> chunk of our life. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to run a cafe just like coffee and treats and do nutrition consults at the gym. And then Jack was going to have like the gym side of it, obviously. Um, but that didn't happen. Mm. So we just pretty much decided to, Jack went back to building for a while um and I went back oh I didn't I never left I think I was working in a Mexican restaurant and a cafe at the time and because I quit my job that's right because I quit my job to work at the gym yeah and then it never opened yeah long that's a that's a whole nother story but um so I had two jobs and then Jack was building and then when we I think we finally got the like last word that the gym wasn't going to go ahead so we pretty much just packed everything up and we're like, OK, let's start the business online instead mm. of in the gym. Um,
0: this was pre-COVID as well. So yes. this is before the whole online thing started. Yeah. Just.
1: Um, so we pretty much we our lease ended in our house. So we moved in with my mom and we started the business there. That's pretty much where we started the business at my yeah. mom's house. Um, and then what, a month later, did we live there for a month? Maybe.
0: Yeah. A bit we like.
1: just were like, OK, let's go mm. away from Sales. So We moved to Malacuda for a month and worked fully online there. That was probably like a a good place to start, Mm. I reckon, because we were pretty secluded. And that's when we were in lockdown, wasn't it? Yep. In Malacuda. And then we moved to Marimbula, I think, for a month and worked online. And then we moved here to Ulladulla. And we've been here ever since. And that's.
0: Created the in situ that you're all looking at now.
1: Yeah, just blossomed from there you think that's enough
0: <laughs> that yeah,
1: f- yeah um cool so the next question was what do we wish that we knew before quitting our jobs and starting this
0: um god everything <laughs> i feel like uh, the institute collective itself has changed so much so much like
1: and it's you said, only been what two and a half years
0: yeah like the first i guess idea or version of it we had back in mallacoota when we were fully online then is completely different to what we are now and it's yeah. just kept it kept evolving so one thing i wish i knew back then is <sighs> business wise i'd say don't stress about social media
1: Yeah, all right i wish i knew that
0: <laughs> um, we put way too much time and effort into social media like i enjoy social media like i like instagram all that sort of stuff but i like it personally yeah and i should have kept it as a personal thing not a business thing because i feel like the business ruined it yeah um so yeah I would to put more time and effort into other things.
1: Like a website. Like-
0: yeah, website, the long form content that we do now, the videos, the yeah. podcast, blogs, all that sort of stuff. I feel like um, our audience get a lot more out of that yeah. than they do like on social media.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I wish I knew the same, not to copycat, but I wish I knew that you could build a business online and not rely on social media. Yeah. I thought that our whole business had to be revolved around social media. So I feel like we spent way too much time when we were secluded in Malakuta, just like writing post after post after post. And people don't even read it half the time. They just like like it or don't even like it and just scroll past it. Whereas if we had spent that month writing like longer form, like you said, longer form content, blog posts, if we had to start the podcast back then, like, um, yeah, I just wish I knew that. And also the long form content's there to stay. Or social media, you post something and it's gone within, like, no one cares in a day.
0: Yeah. Um, One thing I wish I knew, I guess, before we started this whole business online, I guess. Yeah, same same question, I guess you could say, is how hard online training is. Online PT is a lot harder than in person. Um, I feel like a lot of PTs or gym owners, that sort of stuff go online thinking it's gonna be easier and it's definitely not. It's a lot harder to help people achieve goals when you're not actually with them. And it's been actually been a great challenge. I've actually really enjoyed that. Um, so big thanks to all my clients, online clients, because I actually enjoy training you guys and seeing all the results and everything you get, but it's just a lot harder doing it online. But it's, again, I think it's made me a better coach because you know,
1: you've had to adapt and learn quickly. Yeah. yeah.
0: And it, I had to become a better coach to do it. Yeah,
1: mm. um, cool. The next question was your biggest regret
0: spending too much time on social media
1: (laughs) you can't answer that you can't use that twice
0: Uh, um biggest regrets um i feel like we made a few financial decisions that probably weren't so good Mm. um again i've we spoke about this in a previous podcast right before christmas like i guess that episode was almost regrets from the year i guess you could say or thinking about the year past and I bought a lot of camera gear and this and that to think, because I thought I needed all this stuff to be successful. Like I needed all this camera gear, I needed the best new stuff to make the best videos, to make all that sort of stuff. But literally all we needed um, was a microphone.
1: Yeah, and And we should have bought that first instead of all this other stuff. And we
0: bought better microphones last.
1: Yeah, that was literally the last thing we bought.
0: And again, lesson learnt. And I'm never going to make that again, mistake again, but I wish I knew somebody had told me that beforehand. <laughs> and I'm, prob- I'm sure prob- people probably were, like all the stuff I was reading, all that sort of stuff, people were saying, like, just focus on what matters. But yeah. like just You don't know what matters when you're first starting out. So that's my biggest regret, just spending money on things we didn't need.
1: My biggest regret probably is not saving enough money before quitting all my jobs. Mm. Like, I feel like we had a good amount saved, but we didn't really take into account how long it would take for us to make a substantial income. Yeah. Um, and because COVID was sort of like, it sort of threw things around. Yeah. So we had to stay in Airbnbs for a lot longer than we planned for. Hence, we spent a lot more of our savings than we planned for. and
0: through a bit quick, um, yeah. Because
1: Airbnbs are expensive in Australia. Um, so I guess I wish we had a save our money. I, like, it doesn't really matter now. It's not like we're in a worse off place or anything. Mm. But my other regret, I don't know, I couldn't decide which one, but I wish we had have got the business coach that we had a year and a half earlier.
0: Yeah, uh, that's actually, yeah, 100%. So things completely changed for us when we got that business coach. The shit thing is when we're on our way up the coast to Ulladulla, where we are now, I was listening to a podcast with the business coach in it, and I'm thinking, oh, you know what, I can just listen to these podcasts and (laughs) listen to his information he puts out and just get enough to... Get, be successful, in. Yep. I was completely wrong.
1: Like, I feel like I say this often I, when I do our sales emails, if you don't invest in yourself, you're not going to get any return. Yeah. You have to spend money to make money.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's probably the biggest regret, actually investing in our business and yeah. getting a coach to help us to start with. Yep. Yep.
1: Okay. Your favorite thing about running a business?
0: Um, every time I walk past a construction site, <laughs> I just, I'm just like, and I breathed a sigh of relief. I, like, I'm i not saying construction is bad or you shouldn't do it, but it, sh- it just wasn't for me. Yeah. And I just could not stand wa- uh, waking up every single day and doing the same thing. Although it's different houses and all that sort of stuff mm. and it's a bit different, but it's essentially the same thing. And just being told you have to be here at seven and you can't leave until yeah. four o'clock and you, have, you can only eat at these times. Yeah. Like again, we're a little bit governed by that now like we've got clients and clients pay so we have to work and you know serve them i guess you could say but we can control our lifestyle a little bit more yeah absolutely um and what was the question
1: your favorite thing about having a business
0: (laughs) being able to control my lifestyle yeah
1: um i would have to say mine is like being my own boss i guess it's similar to controlling your own lifestyle but I just feel like I've always, whatever job I've had, like surf shop, cafe, like whatever, restaurant, I've always wanted to do things my way. Mm. I've always felt like they, people were always running things wrong or things could be done better or they're missing like a big piece to make more money or make customers more happy. And I feel like when you're just an employee, you don't, people don't really take your opinion seriously and you don't have much control. I really like having all the control. Like I like choosing how the website looks, how we talk to clients. Like I like choosing everything, you know what I mean?
0: I feel like that's a good thing and a bad thing. It can be bad because you're not always right. I'm not saying you're not always right. I'm saying because I think that as well, but then I do enjoy working for people and going, oh, they do it this way. No, I d- I've, I've never seen that before. Yeah. It's not what I'd consider right, but it's a different way of doing it. Yeah. Mm.
1: But you can, like, observe that and not have to work for someone to learn that. Sometimes even when Jack gets his boss pants on and he's like, this is what we're doing, <coughs> this is when we're doing it. I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> why? Um, I don't know. I just feel like I just, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I like I, I actually agree with that. I, I like being my own boss and not, I do hate working for other people. Yeah but it's also good at the same time.
1: Yep. Cool. (coughs) The the next one is the biggest surprise from running your own business. What surprised you the most? Something you didn't expect, I guess.
0: Um, I sort of guess you've got to go back to what I said at the start. Being so hard to coach people online. That was the biggest surprise. And just how to do it. If you had a, like, when we first started, it was completely different to what we do now. Mm. Coaching-wise, business-wise, and all that sort of stuff. And again, getting that business coach was a big step in that direction. And um, I just feel like, what was the question again?
1: Biggest surprise. That was, like, <laughs> the biggest
0: surprise was how hard it actually would be to coach people online.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, like, it wasn't just start an Instagram
1: yeah, page people and come. people will come.
0: <laughs> you build it and they'll come. Yeah. Um, you have to actually, you know, do a lot more work and find the clients you want to work with and all that sort of stuff. So actually coaching online was the biggest surprise.
1: Yeah. I think my biggest surprise was, I, I want to say the Instagram thing too, that like people, Instagram doesn't really have an impact unless you post photos that people like, I guess. Yeah. But the probably even bigger than that, I guess, was how little people want to actually comply when, you're co- when they're paying you. Like, I feel like people can be paying a lot or very little at the start. I think I was charging $22 a week and I was giving so much, you know, and then like our business coach was like up your prices. The more people pay, the more like they feel like they have something on the line. Hmm. But even now I feel like a lot of the time, um, like our prices, I would say more premium. I guess, and I still feel like a lot of the time people just don't care. I guess my biggest surprise is how little people, some people value money. Yeah. So they're paying like a lot for us and I just assume that they're gonna put everything into it because if I was paying for a coach, I would put everything into it. Yeah. And my biggest surprise is that people just are happy to pay and not do much. Mm. Not saying that our clients do that, but past clients, I have definitely experienced that.
0: Yeah, before we actually
1: like selected people and before we just took anyone that inquired now yeah. we, we choose people that we think will work well with us
0: yeah um yeah cool sure.
1: last question what's next <laughs>
0: should have thought about that. Um,
1: we've got this. For those of you listening, you can't see my arms, but we are in a studio now for the podcast.
0: Yes. Um,
1: So it can be on YouTube.
0: Probably should have mentioned that at the start of the show. So, yes, if you're listening along, you can actually go to YouTube now and watch us on YouTube so you can see us talking, our smiling faces. So this is obviously the next, um, you know, version, level of the podcast. We want to take the podcast to the next level. Um, So that would be what's coming up. Um, we are redesigning our whole member experience as well. So we're fully upgrading our website and the members only area. Um, the, uh, so there's just a bit better of an experience there. So again, not everybody's going to experience that, but our only members will. Um, so that's going to be great. Um, I
1: guess what's coming next for me is we will eventually in a few years time be able to add like, uh, the psychological side to the Institute Collective. So at the minute, in case you didn't know, personal training and nutrition coaching is what we offer. So I'm studying psychology at the minute. So ideally we'll be able to, I'll be able to help with mindset around exercise and nutrition as well as that, and just mental health in general, because they all go hand in hand. Yeah. So I guess that'll change things a bit as well.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, And it would be, obviously the podcast we're getting to get we've got a couple of awesome guests coming up so you make sure you hit subscribe and follow because they're really exciting pod uh e- exciting episodes coming your way um i i don't know education wise i'm just going to try and do some collaborations i'm talking to a few different people like products other pts all that sort of stuff on what we can do next and just you know offer more content and better quality content um so yeah Cool. That's about it. One more question for you.
1: Okay. Who's... What, you're in charge now? (laughs)
0: Yeah. Um, Did you ever think that you would have a business with your lover, your partner?
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) No, definitely not. I've never had a partner I don't think that I haven't... I want to say clashed with to some degree. Mm. Like, I've always had a partner... Always clashed to some degree. Not all the time, but... Yeah. And I don't think I've ever had a partner that I... See, like, has the same mindset as me. Like, wants to go in the same direction as me. Mm. What about you?
0: Um, yeah, definitely not. Because, like, if you look at our first model, at like our very first model of In Situ Collective, mm-hmm. it was very separated. Yes. Because we we're trying to keep it separate because we didn't know how we would work together.
1: Yeah. Or, so it was originally In Situ Health and In Situ Body. Yeah. And you could sign up for both, either one or the other.
0: Yeah. You, yeah. It was. Stupid setup, but yeah. it was what. But it was like we were so distant, and because we weren't sure. But the more we worked together, the more we come in together, yeah. And it just made more and more sense. Like the closer we got, like, business-wise, together, the more it made sense to just join and
1: and be in such collective instead.
0: And I feel like once we made that decision, the business got a whole lot better as well because we weren't sort of fighting. Like you know, internally fighting against yeah. it,
1: this is what my side looks like, this is what your side looks like.
0: It was just like, all right, sweet, this is what we're doing. We and never actually
1: made that decision though, it just happened. Did we, we never decided to get rid of either? Did N- we
0: not really? I think when we got the business coach, we and they were like, why don't you just do it together? And we're like, yeah, yeah, well, why, don't, why don't we just do it <laughs> <laughs> What are we doing? Um, but like you said, I feel like I never thought we would be. This would be the variation that would come out of Institute Collective, yeah, because um, we do everything together.
1: Yes, so. when Jack says everything, he means everything. We work out together, we eat together, we sleep together, we work together. We, what else is there? We do fun things together. Mm. <laughs> mm. Everything.
0: Um, <laughs> cool, and we are. <laughs> Um, One thing I guess you could say, we have still got our other channel, uh, The Jack and Mac Show, where we're going to try and start adding a bit more to that, but just more about our own lives and not health and fitness. So on this channel you'll get the health and fitness things and on that channel you'll get us things.
1: The Mac and Jack Show.
0: Exactly. So make sure you subscribe to both and we'll talk to you all in the next episode. Good
1: luck with the competition. Oh yeah, the competition,
0: <laughs> uh, make sure you do it. Again, th- those three things you need to do to enter are the Apple podcast review, Facebook review, and share this episode on socials and you will get that free month to a fa- to our Facebook forum, not a Facebook forum.
1: You go in the draw to get it, calm down. We're not giving away 20 of them.
0: Maybe, if there's 20 <laughs> good people, we'll give you all 20 access. <sighs> all right, cool, that's enough. We'll see you all in the next episode, bye.